Good evening, everyone, and welcome to uh, another night on our prayer line. Um, we thank God for your presence. We thank God for the opportunity to come together to pray. We thank God that um, we have access to his throne, that we can come to him boldly, that we can come unashamed, that we can come weary, that we can come heavy. We can even come happy and excited um, wherever we may find ourselves. It's always a good time and a good place uh, to, to come and pray. Um, as we go into prayer tonight, I want to um, kind of center our hearts and minds on um, this thought. Um, I think as we're talking about, or should I say what, what, what is very prevalent in the culture um, and talking about mental health and, um, you know, how we how we think through where we are in our lives. Um, I, I found myself in this passage of scripture recently, and I want to share prayerfully um, that it would um, challenge you and bless you in the same way that it has, has me. Um, there's a, a passage in Matthew 7, verses 3 to 5. I want to read really quickly um, and give us some thoughts, uh, some questions and some challenges as we enter into prayer tonight. Um, it says, why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Um, I think this particular passage, uh, you know, it invites us to to compare judgment, right, and, and, and transfer the direction that we exercise that judgment. So instead of, you know, walking in one way, instead of looking in one way, one direction, um, you know, it, it, it kind of helps us or, or pushes us to flip the deal, right? Um, uh, it, it, the, the, the thought is, is that a lot of times I think it's so easy to judge others because of what we see that is wrong with them, right? But we often don't judge ourselves the same way. You know, if I looked at myself as closely and meticulously as I look at others, I wonder, and I, and I, I offer this for you to ask the same question, what would I see? If I looked at myself the way that I'm looking at others, if I judge myself the way that I judge others, if I think of myself the way that I think of others, what would I see? Um, and when I start to make excuses, right, because I think we always do that, um, for the things that exist within myself, could I extend that same excuse to others? Could I excuse that behavior that they're demonstrating or pardon what I see manifesting in their choices as I take a closer look at the motivation in their heart? Right? If I'm looking at what is happening within them, instead of what I'm seeing manifesting outside of them, could I for a moment push aside what's manifesting on the outside and on the surface and, and, and focus in on what's happening underneath? So I wanna use this, this story really quickly um, that Jesus told about the prodigal son you know, as an exercise to walk through that challenge, right? If we're talking about switching the direction of judgment, for the sake of finding a better way to engage others, um, and particularly, of course, others that 
that challenge us. That's a nice way of saying sometimes people we don't like that get on our nerves that um, we prefer not to deal with, right? How can we how can we challenge that? So um, in Luke 15, that's the, that's the reference for the story of the prodigal son. You know, it starts off talking about this young man who, uh, for all intents and purposes, is uh, born into a wealthy family. Um, and he goes to his father and he asks him very seemingly presumptuously for his his uh, father's for his inheritance from his father. Um, you know, before he passes away, obviously, before it is time, before it is mature to the point to be given to him, he goes to him early and asks him um, to give him essentially what would fall to him. And um, and the father agrees. And uh, and the Bible says that that the young man takes that inheritance and he goes out and essentially blows it. He squanders it on what the Bible calls riotous living, reckless living. He uh, spent it partying. He spent it uh, uh, on extravagant things. He spent it in ways that was it was completely irresponsible, um, did not have any, any, any base or even to a degree probably spent it um, in a way that would be disrespectful even to the nature in which he received it from his father, right? And so um, a lot of times when we look at this, we immediately look at this young man and we call him entitled, we call him arrogant, we call him clueless, we call him ignorant. Um, you can go down the list of all the things that you would label him as, right? And what he, what he does and who he is. And, and, and you can think about the people in your life that you would, that, that fall under that category. You know, people at work who you think uh, do too much, right? Or people in your family that you just don't prefer to talk to, you know, individuals who always have something negative to say or always kind of uh, uh, bringing down the mood, pessimistic, right? Um, then go down the list of people that you kind of find in this category of these, this younger son. Um, and, and a lot of times for us in the position, we are, you know, in the position of the father, right, responding to this person. How are we loving this person, right? How are we responding to this person who is, who is acting in this way? And a lot of times as the father, and I put that in air quotes, um, or the one responsible for loving and caring for them, right, through their bad choices, even when they affect us, right? Because that's, that's really what we're called to do. We're called to, to, to love them through their bad choices. Um, we often respond out of that same judgment, right? We think we have to teach them a lesson. We think we got to prove something to them. We got to give them a taste of their own medicine. I'm going to make sure after this conversation, they're going to know, you know, all that I feel, all that they've done, you know, we, we, we remind them of those things constantly, even when the mistakes are repetitive, we, we make sure that we repeat that same uh, a response to them, right? Um, and, and, and that tends to be our relationship, right? That tends to be the way that we engage. But the story is meant to exemplify, right, what our response should be. It's important for us, you know, to note, right, when we read this story, it is the perfect example of love. It's the best standard. It is like the highest quality. So naturally, when we, when, when we look at how the father actually responds to the son, uh, it's, it's difficult to read. It's also difficult really to process and consider 
that we should be called to do the same thing. Um, you know, and, 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 so, and so when we read it, it's something that's harsh, it's something that we strain in, but, but that's kind of the point, right? It's, it's not meant to be easy. Um, it, it's, it's, it's meant to challenge us, to stretch us, and, and not that it's meant to hurt us, but if that is a byproduct, right, Our, us, us being in pain, it's only a reflection of how deeply rooted the trauma that we hold on to is. Right. And so, and so with that in mind, let's go back over this story real quick with a different lens. We look at this younger son and we see, you know, this, this, this individual, could we see someone who has voids in their life? Could we see someone who's craving something they don't know how to articulate? If we're looking past their behavior and we're looking at the heart and what's underneath, could we see someone who's hurting? Could we see someone who's led to believe that material wealth and riches will solve more than it actually can? And so someone who's ambitious or striving, perhaps they're just misled, right? Could we see someone who's confused? And then ask this question, have you ever been there? Have you ever been in that place? Have you ever fallen in any one of those categories, having a void in your life? craving something you didn't know how to articulate? Have you ever been in pain? Have you ever been disappointed because you made so much money and yet you couldn't buy what you really needed? The health, the peace, the, 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 the love, the, uh, 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 the unity in your family, right? Have you ever been confused? And, and ask this question, how did you need to be loved through that time? Right. Our go to often is tough love. And we say, you know, well, it's, it's, it's good to be kind of kicked in the pants. Right. But but are there other ways where things explained to you when you were going through that? Think of the embarrassment. Think of the shame. Think of the guilt that you felt in that season of your life. Right. And ask, is any of that being translated in how I'm responding to these people? Is any of that coming out? Is any of that being uh, uh, repeated, right? And so let's look at the father's reaction. He he sees his son afar off and he runs to him, right? He 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 lavishes him with this love, with forgiveness, and the way that he does it is countercultural. It breaks norms. It defies logic. It is absolutely stupid that 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 the son who took his money, his life earning earning and 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 squandered it and wasted it that he would he would run to him not even give him an opportunity to apologize and restore him to where he was before he left it's it's almost ridiculous but this is the father's reaction this is the love this is the love of god but it's also the love we're called to give so the question uh and 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 we're going to pray is my love surprising how am i loving Does my love defy cultural norms and expectations? Does my love have the potential to make others jealous? Am I loving in a way that makes no sense, right? Am I loving out of the capacity of the Holy Spirit or am I loving out of my own ability? Am I more married to my self-righteous rules than the grace that can be extended? Right, because the truth is our justice is never really fair. It's usually a melting pot of our pride or pain and vengeance kind of all boiling and stewing together. 
right? And if the shoe were on the other foot, how do we receive that same punishment or criticism? Not usually the same way that we, we dish it out. And then ask why. What's in my heart that's producing this reaction, right? And, and, and as we start to look at those things, could we see the log in our eye? Could we start to see what, what I like to creatively call the telephone pole lodged in our eye while we are concerned about the speck of dust in our brother's eye? As we're talking about how to heal, how to grow, how to uh, 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 cater, uh, minister to our own challenges and, and, and maintain a level of health within our psyche, within our heart, and within our soul. Uh, I want to give you this diagnostic, this, this uh, a thought that you can, you, and some questions that you can ask yourself continually in prayer as you allow the Holy Spirit to heal and to work on, to reveal to you the things that you need to put on the altar on a daily basis, the things that need to be burned up by the fire of the Holy Spirit, the places in your soul that need to be renewed, that need to be uh, 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 refreshed. And, and tonight as we enter into prayer, uh, I, I pray that this would kind of be, be our focus. Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity that we have again to call on your name. You are so good. You are so faithful. We thank you, Lord, that you see us. We thank you, Father, that in you, we are not hidden. We thank you, Lord, that even in moments like Adam and Eve in the garden, where they, they, they attempted to hide, Father, you still saw them. You saw them when they didn't want to be vulnerable. You saw them in a moment where it was extremely embarrassing, but you saw them because you loved them. You saw them because you always wanted to know them, and you saw them because you had a greater plan for them. Father, we thank you tonight for that greater plan that you have for us. In the midst of our trouble, in the midst of our pain, in the midst of our hardship, in the midst of the difficulty, oh God, that we may face, in moments where it's hard for us to forgive, in moments where it's hard for us to have patience, in moments, Father, where it's difficult for us to exercise grace, we thank you, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, that you see us, that you know us and that you still call us higher. Father, we echo the words uh, of Paul where he says, I press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And Father, we press tonight in prayer. We press tonight towards the high calling, the high calling of loving others better, the high calling of forgiving, the high calling of not seeking vengeance, the high calling of not holding people, oh God, uh, uh, to, 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 to pay for sins, Lord Jesus, uh, that will only make us feel better in a moment. But Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you would help us, Lord, to exercise more grace, more forgiveness, Oh, God, in areas where it's hard to, we pray, oh, God, that you will continue to minister and heal. Reveal those places, Lord, that we put aside. Reveal those places that the culture has told us is okay to ignore. Reveal those places, Father, by your spirit, God, that society has trained us to believe is okay to live with. 
Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would reveal those places, whatever age we may be, whatever stage we are in, whatever state, oh God, of relationship, what size our family is, where we work, how much we make, whatever it is, wherever we may find ourselves, Lord, we pray that you would reveal those areas in our heart that need more of you. Father, we are asking tonight for more of your spirit, that we would be uh, 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 that we would be renewed, that we would be refreshed, that we would be revived, that we would be helped, Father. I pray, oh God, that you would dig up grief tonight, Lord. I pray, oh God, that you would uncover areas, Lord Jesus, God, that we have partially healed, but Father, you want to continue to heal. Father, I pray, oh God, that areas where we've been confused and we didn't have enough answers and we didn't know how to speak to things, so we spoke prematurely or we spoke out of ignorance or out of turn. God, the things that we have said, God, that were not in line with your will for us. God, moments where we reneged on your promise, moments, oh God, where we settled for something that was left. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you would reveal those areas in our heart. Father, I pray for relationships tonight, God, that are on uh, 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 the fringes. I pray, Lord Jesus, for relationships that are broken. I pray, oh God, for relationships that have been severed. I pray in the name of Jesus for those, oh God, that, that you intend uh, to mend, that you intend, that you desire for us to be in good relationship with. I pray for sons and daughters, oh God, who are distant from their parents. I pray, oh God, for parents who are distant from their, their children. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, for generations, God, that have been separated from one another. I pray, oh God, for those cousins, for those uncles, for those aunts, Lord, for those godchildren, for those godparents. I pray, Father, tonight, God, where arguments have ensued, oh God, where, 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 where things have been spoken out of turn. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would invade those hearts tonight. I pray that you would invade those minds tonight. I pray that you would minister, Lord Jesus, and heal. I pray, oh God, that you would uh, revive, that you would give another opportunity for, for mending, for conversation, oh God, in the name of Jesus, for those who are weighed down tonight, Lord Jesus. Oh God, for those who are stressed out even at work, for those, oh God, who have strained relationships professionally. Father, I pray, oh God, that you would mend. I pray, oh God, that you would heal. I pray, Lord God, that you would bring recovery in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, where it's difficult to talk, oh God, where there's so much anxiety, where there's so much discomfort, God, where it's difficult to stand in the same room, where it's difficult to breathe the same air. I pray that you would renew that heart tonight. I pray, oh God, that you would renew that mind tonight. I pray, oh God, that tomorrow there will be a different atmosphere. I pray, God, that after vacation there would be a renewal. I pray, oh God, that you would strengthen them, Lord. Strengthen those who have to uh, have difficult conversations. Father, I just pray tonight for everyone, Lord, whose heart is in, the, in, 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 in a fragile place. Oh God, whose relationships are in a fragile place, whose families may be in a fragile place, friendships in a fragile place. I pray, oh God, that your spirit would invade those spaces in the name of Jesus. Bring healing, bring deliverance, bring freedom, Lord. We give it to you. We give it over to you, Lord Jesus. And we pray that you would have your way, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We love you, Lord. We adore you, Father. We thank you in advance, even right now, for how your spirit is moving, for the testimonies that will come, oh God, for the 
for the messages, for the posts that will be made, for the pictures that will be taken. Oh God, the testimonies, oh God, of how you have mended, how you have revived, how you have brought people together after decades of not speaking. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for how your spirit is going to move. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah and amen. Amen and amen. God bless you all. I pray that you are blessed in this time. I certainly enjoyed being able to share in this experience with you. I pray that the spirit of God met you where you were. I pray that God spoke to you. And even if it's something that you feel like, eh, I, I don't know how, where I'm at with that. I pray, I pray that, that it is something that you can hold dear in your heart um, and you can allow the spirit to continue to minister to you. Um, and even in places where you may not be aware of where these things exist, that God will continue to reveal it to you and minister to you over time. God bless you tonight. Have a great rest of your night um, and pray that you will join us again tomorrow night for prayer. Good night.